What's up, everybody? This is Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. Um, We've got a lot packed into today's podcast, so let's get to it. Um, First, you know, we're going to start with the news, so... Bodie McBoatface. You all remember when we had the naming contest for that boat that was going to do missions and stuff? Well. (sighs) (sighs) Sorry about that. Um, But Bodie McBoatface makes a significant climate change discovery on its first mission. What it found was that increasingly strong winds in Antarctica are causing turbulence deep within the sea, and the result is mixing warm water from the middle levels with the colder water in the abyss, which is creating warmer temperatures overall. So, that's just, I mean, that's just one impact of climate change. I mean, we can see it in Antarctica. Um, don't know if humans are necessarily wrong for make or are the reason for these increasingly strong winds in Antarctica. I mean, because I don't, I don't think that's up to us, you know. So, um. I I don't think this is a hu- human-made problem. But, um... You know... It is, it is what it is, so... Um... But hey, at least Bodie McBoatface is making some important discoveries, though. I mean, that's nice, right? <laughs> At least he's doing something right. Um, now on to a really personal topic. Um, suicide rates among America's young people are continuing to soar, especially in the 15 to 19 year old range and young men and in young men. This hits with me personally because I've dealt with this in more than one situation. Um, um, This is a really tough topic to talk about for me. So, you know... um, So, um, I mean, it's just, this is unfortunate because, you know, I want people to be grateful or I want young people to not feel like they need to commit suicide, you know, um, there's so much to live for in life that you, there's a suicide's not the answer. Um, But, you know, uh, 
if this just brings to mention that if you think anyone has any suicide or depression problems, please go talk to them or try to get them to open up or send them to someone to talk about these problems because it's, it's sad that these numbers are what they are and that we're seeing this in our society. I don't like this, that this is a part of our society at all, but you know, personally, I can, I mean, I'm a hypocrite, honestly, in this case. Um, I, I'll leave that topic for another, I mean, I don't think, now, we're not going to leave that topic for another day. We're just going to not address that topic at all. Um, but seriously, go get help if you need someone to lean on or something like that, please. Or just talk to somebody. Talk to a friend. Talk to a loved one. You, you just, please, suicide's not the answer. Um, it's uh, it's really hard for me to talk about this, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm getting a little worked up. Well, not worked up, but I'm gonna move on before I start losing it. So, um, Avengers Endgame won Best Movie at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Are we really shocked by this? No, I'm not. Um. Robert Downey Jr. was elected best hero. Thanos was elected best villain. And uh, the fight in Captain Marvel was even selected as best fight. So Marvel's cleaning up at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Excuse me, which I love to see personally because, you know, I, I'm a massive Marvel fan. So I'm glad to see that this is what's happening. Glad to see people are voting for end uh, Endgame was the absolute greatest roundup or wrap up to the, the what the MCU has been leading to now. It was perfect. I mean, it really was. Sure, there might be some plot points that are that you could pick apart or something like that, but you know, overall, Endgame was absolutely it was just the perfect ending to all 22 movies that have been shown so far. And allegedly, Spider Man Far From Home is um, going to introduce us to our earthbound big bad villain of phase four as we are in with Marvel. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm yawning so much. I must be, I must be really tired. Um, um, but our last little note for the news for today Heart disease can have a long-term impact on your brain. Um, to go along with that, scores on cognitive tests dropped faster after patients received such a diagnosis than they did leading up to it. And that's not shocking. Um, 
your brain is going to have an effect, is going to be affected when you hear something along the lines of heart disease. You're just going to start losing your mind slowly and surely. I mean, really. I mean, getting told news like that, I know it, it can't be fun by any means at all. So, um, but you know, um, I mean, you don't let, if you can try, don't let the diagnosis excel itself. Um, destroy what your brain is thinking and doing, you know, you can feel down about it. Sure. I'm not saying don't feel down. I mean, you have heart disease, but what I'm saying is try not to let it have an impact on your brain. If you can have any impact on that whatsoever. (laughs) Because, you know, you want to be able, you want to have the best and longest life that you could possibly live. So not letting a diagnosis like this impacting your brain is probably the best way to go about that in all honesty. But who knows? Um, so that having been said, let's move on to the world cup, the women's world cup. Um, yesterday, excuse Group C finished play. Australia took down Jamaica four to one behind Sam Kerr's four Samantha Kerr's four goals. And now she's tied with Alex Morton Alex Morgan for the golden boot in this tournament so far. So um, Australia had thirteen attempts to Jamaica's eleven, eight corners to Jamaica's one, sixty two percent ball possession. Mm. 84% pass accuracy to 68 Jamaica's 68% and both teams had a yellow card. So, not exactly a super dominating performance, but you know, they got the result. They got the 3 points. They're through to the knockout stage, and that's important. Um, they'll be through as the what? They were they they were through as the second team. Interesting. Um, so Norway is going to face Australia in the round of 16. That should be a fun matchup. Um, nothing else has been decided. No other matchups have been determined yet. We still have three groups left to play in the last two days of group play. Um, but the other game yesterday, Brazil defeated Italy one nothing. So both teams are also through. Both teams here are also through. Um, Both teams had 12 attempts. Brazil had seven corners to Italy's four. Brazil had 51% possession, 74% pass accuracy for both teams. Brazil had two yellow cards to Italy's one yellow card. Um, Also, the only goal scored in this game was by Marta. 
one of the greatest women soccer players to ever live. And she has net so with her goal with her penalty that she made yesterday. She became the she has scored more goals than any man or woman in World Cup history with 17 goals. And that's pretty impressive. Um so congratulations to Marta for that accomplishment. Um But yeah, so three teams from Group C are through that we know of. Um, let's go down to today's games. Three o'clock, we got on FS2, we have Scotland, Argentina, both teams with zero points. Um, oh, that's not true. Uh, Argentina got a draw with Japan, so technically Argentina has a point and Scotland has zero. But um, both teams are looking for If Argentina wins, they're through to the knockout stage. If Scotland wins, we're going to have to wait and see. They also got to wait. Uh, if it's a draw, it's not looking good either. So, you know, Argentina's going to come out. Both teams are going to come out firing in Paris. Um, ultimately, someone's got to. Well, someone doesn't have to win this game on FS2 at 3 o'clock, but um, I just, for some reason, I see this being a draw. I think they're just going to play to a stalemate. We're just going to hurt our... We're just going to hurt Argentina's chances of making the knockout stage, but... I just see them playing to a draw. Also at 3 o'clock, this time on FS1, we have the two leaders of the group, Japan versus England, in a top 10 matchup in the world. Um, and I fully anticipate England to come away with this win. Japan, they just they still haven't looked right to me yet. Um they didn't look good against Argentina in Paris, and they let Scotland back in the game late, which is never a great thing, but I see England winning this game. And then tomorrow, tomorrow's when the fun really begins, because tomorrow's the last day of the group stage, so we'll see how that goes. Um, to the Gold Cup. Last night, Panama took down Trinidad and Tobago 2 to nothing. Panama had 16 shots to Trinidad's 4. Even ball possession, 88% pass accuracy to Trinidad's 94%. No yellow cards in that game. Um, we didn't know if there would be a goal, honestly. It took a while to get going, but, you know, we they finally did it. So, good on them. Um... And then the U.S. took on Guyana last night, took them down four to nothing. <clears throat> I said it sh should have been a game where we won five to nothing. So I'm relatively pleased with this result. The only problem I had with the starting lineup was Josie Outdoor wasn't in it, but that's okay because Giazzi Zardes scored a goal in this game. So um, the goal scores were. Uh, Oh, who's first? Oh, jeez. 
Paul Ariola was first. He scored in the first half, and it was one nothing at halftime. Um, then Tyler Boyd made it two to nothing. A Tyler that wears number twenty one. You know, I'm always appreciating that because my name is Tyler, and I my num- favorite number is twenty one because I wore it all through my playing days of baseball. So twenty one's my number. Live or die. Um, then Giazzi Zardes on one of the craziest goals that I've ever seen off of Paul Ariola's foot. It took a deflection off of a Guyanan defender and right to Giazzi Zardes' face into the goal. It was crazy. It was unbelievable. That made it three to nothing. And then Tyler Boyd with another fantastic effort made it four to nothing and got his second goal of the tournament. So. Tyler Boyd's in the running for a um, golden boot if he keeps this up, but it was a good, it was a good performance to start the tournament. We'll see what happens on oh god, what is Sunday? No, twenty second, twenty second Saturday. It's got to be Saturday. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens on Saturday night in Cleveland against Trinidad and Tobago. Hopefully they can rectify what happened in October of 2017 where Trinidad and Tobago knocked us out of the World Cup. Um, hopefully we can rectify that situation in Cleveland, but, you know, this U.S. men's national team has a way of letting us down when we most want them to succeed. So, But anyway, back to Group A for tonight's Gold Cup games, Cuba-Martinique. I would, I'm looking at Martinique to win this game. Um, I think it'll be either a low scoring game or a very high scoring game. It's not going to be like a, it's either, it's going to be like five to four or like one, nothing. That's, that's what I got. Um, but I think Martinique pulls out the win. Um, but the featured, the main feature of the night is at ten thirty. Lord, that's gonna be a late game. Mexico versus Canada, and both of these games are taking place in Denver. Um, but Mexico and Canada, I don't expect Canada to win this game. I expect Canada to give Mexico some fits, though. Um, but I fully see Mexico winning this game. I don't think there's really. I don't think Canada has the weapons to challenge Me- a weakened Mexican team still. Because the favorites in this tournament are obviously the Mexico Mexico and the U.S. But um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens tonight, right? So that's all you can do. Um, College World Series got rained or the Louisville... Auburn game got rained out yesterday. Um, or it got rained out in the top of the fifth. Louisville was up 4-1 to one on Auburn, so they'll finish at noon today on ESPN. Um, Vanderbilt and Mississippi will play at 2 o'clock today on ESPN. Again, I still think Vanderbilt wins this game <clears throat> and puts themselves in a great position to win the College World Series or go to, at least go to the finals anyway. Um, and then at seven o'clock, another elimination game we have on ESPN, we have Texas Tech and Florida State. 
Oh man, I hope Florida State comes out of that with a win. I really do. I want, like I said, I want to see Mike Martin go off with a national championship. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. We're all going to recognize the legend that Mike Martin is. So, um, but here's hoping for Florida State to show me something tonight and get the win and get a. a get a rematch with Michigan come Friday. But we'll see. I mean, I mean, again, I mean, it's, we'll figure it out, I guess. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Do I have any four? I have four things left. Okay. Um, so originally yesterday, sources were saying that Al Horford of the Boston Celtics was going to become an unrestricted free agent, opt out of his contract or his 30-something mil contract for this year, which wasn't a surprise. But he, they said he was going to re- re-sign with the Celtics. But apparently that changed late la- or later last night. At some point along the line, Al Horford said, I would like a three- or four-year deal somewhere else. And this hurts me as a Celtics fan because now I'm thinking the Celtics are going to be trash next year. Um, we're, I guarantee we're going to lose Kyrie. I pretty much guarantee that. Um, but losing Al Horford too, that's a big piece of our organization, dude. <sighs> This Celtic, uh, the way this has gone has really not been fun. Maybe that'll free up room for a max contract player, but, I mean, this is just getting ridiculous at this point. I mean, whoever is making these decisions is just not playing this right. Or somebody told Al Horford the wrong thing or something, or I don't know what, but... There was mutual interest between the two to get this done. So I'm just very upset that this has happened. And, you know, there's not much I can really do about it now, obviously. But, you know, I mean, I can't do anything at all, really. But um, there's just nothing, nothing you can really do. You know, just got to take it as she goes. Um... Another NBA topic, sources say the New York Knicks also um, uh, rejected the Atlanta Hawks' offer for the number three overall pick. They were willing to give them the uh, give them the eighth and tenth pick for the third pick, and the Knicks were like, "Nope." <laughs> so that's nice. I, I mean, that's fun. <laughs> I guess. Um. Um, but you know, should be interesting, I would guess. Um, I, I guess the Knicks really are very committed to taking RJ Barrett third overall, either that or they're going to shock the world by picking someone else. But, you know, I guess we'll find out. Um, so um, but anyway, um, 
has. Oh wow, she's going to Louisville. Okay. Anyway, um, have you ever heard of Bellarmine University? <laughs> no. I can understand because they were a D two program and they're gonna be transitioning to Division One come the 2020-2021 season, so that should be interesting. And they're going to be in the Atlantic Sun Conference, which is going to give them 10 members now. So, I mean, (laughs) I have no idea who this team is, and then all of a sudden, or this university is, and all of a sudden they're just going from D2 to D1 like it's nothing. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, what's going on here? Um, Very confusing. I don't understand it. I guess I'll look forward to it um, as it comes along, you know. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> I am very intrigued to see how they handle their first season in D1 come 2020. They don't have football, so they're not going to be in the FCS. But, um, they do have a lot of other things. Oh, Mississippi State has another transfer. What is going on? Wow. Sorry. (laughs) They have softball, so I can tie this back to softball. (laughs) Or college, the transfer portal in college softball. I can do that. Um, uh, but... Can't, Mississippi State has Mississippi State softball program has six people transferring out. That's incredible. I have never in my life. Uh, this is fantastic stuff, dude. I'm telling you, this stuff is wild. I love it. Um, but yeah, this Bellarmine University. It's gonna be fun to see how they play, because <coughs> we have no idea how good they are in anything. The only news that I got about them was that they've won or they won the D2 National Championship in basketball in 2011. I don't think they're going to win it in Division 1. I mean, unless there's something I don't know about. Um, but Oh, Texas A&M transfers leaving for Washington. Interesting. All right. So we have a little news on the softball transfer update. I mean, there's not really much. None, none of the big names have announced where they're going yet, but we've got some more, a little more decisions on where people are going now. So that's always a good, that's always fun. You know, it's always nice to know where people are going. Um, but my last topic for the sports day. Um, sources say the White Sox are planning to extend their netting all the way to the foul poles. Now, I get why we're on this. Um, I understand the safety of the fans is the top priority, but, um, I mean, if if you have a glove, bring it to the game so that you can be at least somewhat prepared for foul balls. I mean, 
this is going to eliminate a lot of foul balls. And, heck, I mean, even a rebound off of the netting might um, hits, hit either, like the ball girls down the line or hit even the outfielder if he's not paying attention for some reason. Um, this isn't the um, greatest way to ensure that everyone's protected from foul balls and stuff like this. I mean, it still could go easily go over the net. Because, you know, not all uh, foul balls are created equally. There are many different ways it can go, man. Um, I mean, I get the effort to extend netting, but I think extending it to the foul poles is a little bit too much. I think that's a step too far. Because, you know, people sit towards the foul pole because they're hoping for a ball that could either be a home run or a foul ball, just a long foul ball that they can have, you know? And you're taking away their opportunity uh, to be able to sit by the foul poles, at least in foul territory, and catch a foul ball. I mean, I understand safety, the safety need, but it's, it's too much. Um, who knows if they'll actually do it or not. Um, but you know, if they're talking about it, they're at least, and they say they're going to do it during this summer. So we'll see if they actually do it. I don't know if they will or not. We'll just have to wait and see. And we'll update you if I can with the story as it goes along. But anyway, um, Thank you for listening today. We'll have new content for you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.